Hey, good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us for Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. Hi, I'm Dr. Billy J. Minton, co-host, along with my mom, Evelyn Johnson Minton. Hey, Mom, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. It's been a wonderful, uh, real pretty day, and the kids are out in the backyard and swimming and having all kinds of fun. And then I've been reading the books to the babies and uh, watching soap operas and just doing first one thing and another and happy that it's a beautiful day. That's great, Mom. Sounds like you've been spending a lot of family time with all the grandkids. Oh, yeah. I've always got a child on my lap or something. They love me uh, and I, as good as I love them. Oh, how do I know? When I call you sometimes, I tease you because you'll be whispering, and I'll say, hey, Mom, you're in your sexy voice, so you must have a baby asleep on your lap. <laughs> yes, always. She takes two naps a day, and every time you call just about it, she's asleep. That's true. You know, today is our 46th podcast together, so we're really coming up on 50 pretty soon, aren't we? Oh, yes, and I'm enjoying every bit of it. I am too, Mom. You know, today was beautiful, but there was, uh, it was a glorious, beautiful day, but there was one part of sadness today. My friend um, that had a dog that's been sick for quite some time passed away this morning, and I got to know that dog, and I loved it very much. And I've decided that, um, you know, I've got a, we've got a children's book that's coming out uh, pretty soon. The editor has it. But the next children's book after that, I've decided that you and I are going to dedicate our um, fourth children's book to this dog, Cody, that I love very much. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. And we sure will do that. That was a, a beautiful dog, and I'm so sorry that it passed. Me too. Cody's family um, texted me this morning and let me know that he passed peacefully this morning, and I cried a lot, and I, I've tried to just realize that Cody's in a better place and not hurting anymore. And uh, I've also decided that I've got some great pictures of Cody. I'm going to make a really great picture of Cody and frame it and put it on my wall in my office. There was just something about that pup that I was so fully connected to, and I can't even explain it. But even the uh, his daddy or his owner, whatever you want to call him, my friend, he told me that when I first saw Cody, our eyes just met, and Cody and I just stared at each other for about 30 seconds, and I had tears in my eyes when he was looking at me like that. Cody had the most beautiful blue eyes, and I'll never forget him, ever. Oh, he's he's a wonderful dog. I didn't get to see him, but I, I saw his picture, and he sure is beautiful. So I hated to tell you that sadness, but I just wanted to let you know because I knew that you had been following Cody's um, illness, and that's, you know, interesting because today I chose this topic, if it's okay with you, it's called Give Someone Love by Learning More About Their Illness. How do you feel about that topic? Oh, I think it's uh, wonderful, and I'd love to do it. Mom, have you ever noticed that People give you kind of what they want to receive, even if they don't realize it. And I'll give you an example. You ever had an aunt or somebody that pinches your cheeks and gives you lots of hugs and kisses? Well, I think people do that, like an aunt might do that, because what they want in their life is more hugs and kisses. What do you think about that? 
Oh, I think that's true because I've had to, that to happen to me all through the years that they, and I'd, I'd return their love. I'd always hug them back and kiss them on the cheek and, and it just, they just smile and, and it made both of us happy. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm just using ants as an example. There's all kinds of examples for this behavior. Yes, they are. Uh, you can just, uh, you know, anybody that's, uh, that's sick or anything that you could give them a kind word or hug them or ask them if you could do anything for them, uh, that would make them feel better and you too. Mom, that's exactly true, especially right now with all this hate going on in the world. Oh, yes, they just so much uh, going on. Uh, I just hope it gets better and and just pray about it. Yes, ma'am. You know, um, I have a lot of patients, you and I do, and they say this a lot. I wish that my family understood my illness and how sick I feel. How many times have you heard that in our practice? Oh, many, many times. I I have heard uh, they'd come and talk to me and and talk to me that their family didn't understand their illness, and they just wished they would. And I told them just to, just to tell them about it, or uh, you want to go up and, and maybe hug their neck or something and, and just talk to them, and maybe they'd understand better. Absolutely. Fellowship is really what you're getting at. I'd like to um, talk about a patient as an example. You'll remember this. We had a very special elderly um, patient, and she was like family, and she had fibromyalgia disease, and she would get severe flare-ups. Do you remember this patient I'm talking about? Oh, yes, very well, and I sure did like her, and she was such a beautiful woman and and so so nice. Yes, she was, Mother. She actually, um, I think she uh, actually won a beauty contest or first place or something, in a local city around here somewhere. I don't know if it was Kingsport or somewhere in Virginia, but I know that she was crowned as the beauty queen. (laughs) I don't know what city, but I just remember that. Oh, yes, that's true. And I just thought, you know, I just felt sorry for her because when she'd come in, even talk to me or anything, and she'd ask me to check her blood pressure, vital signs, and I would do it for her. and, uh, And she'd just thank me and smile and and I'd tell her everything was okay, and she she just perked up, you know, and and uh, seemed like she was, you know, more happier than she came in. Yes, I remember that she'd stop by and see us. Well, um, you know, when she would get these flare ups, they'd make her bedridden sometimes, and she'd have fatigue, and she'd get pain and tenderness, and I know sometimes her memory would get kind of, um, I guess, poor or sketchy. She cried a lot because she felt alone. And she told me a lot that nobody in her family understood her illness. And she was very unhappy because there were times that she couldn't attend a lot of things that her family would plan because that pain and that fatigue were almost crippling to her when she would get a flare-up. Oh, yes, that's true. When you get a flare-up like that, you're not... You just don't feel like doing anything or going anywhere. You just, and then you feel sorry for yourself and you need someone to come up to you and, 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 you know, and give you a hug and, and talk to you and ask if they could do anything for you. And that would, that would help a lot. Absolutely. Someone's emotional and mental and positive attitude has a lot to do with their healing process. And uh, before I go any further, 
I've had a lot of experience with fibromyalgia patients and helping get their uh, flare-ups reduced. And when they do get a flare-up, that it's not as severe and help manage fibromyalgia disease. Fibromyalgia disease was not even recognized by the medical board until 1987. A lot of doctors thought it was just in people's heads. Yeah, they did. They just thought it was uh, something that, you know, it, it, they just made up, and, and it, I don't know what they called it, but, you know, and said they need to exercise and stuff like this, and finally they recognized that that's what it was. Yes, and um, so basically it's like the chicken or the egg concept. We don't know if the fibromyalgia disease causes the low serotonin or if the low serotonin in your brain causes the fibromyalgia disease. But we do know that when you get your serotonin levels elevated to the proper level, the symptoms with the fibromyalgia are more managed. Oh, yes, that's correct. So if you could do that, that would make you a lot better. So back to the patient that would cry a lot because she would get flare-ups and couldn't do a lot of family events. And her husband was, you know, they were about the same age, but he was in better shape than her as far as the fact he just didn't have fibromyalgia. Yeah, that's true. And he would take her places and whenever she was, you know, felt like going. But a lot of times he'd he'd come to the office, come by there, and she wouldn't be with him. And then maybe the next time she would come or she'd come by herself. And I'd, I'd sit down and talk to her. Well, one day, um, she brought her husband with her to visit me. And when she stepped out of the room for a moment, I asked her husband if he understood his wife's disease. And he said, no, not really. I just know she hurts a lot. He said their wedding anniversary was coming up. And he really didn't know what to get her as a gift or how to celebrate because she was in so much pain. So you know what, do you remember what I suggested for him to do, Mom? Yeah, you suggested to go get some of my allergy books for her and read read them to her and let her read them. And uh, he could understand a lot more about her pain. That's exactly right, Mom. I suggested that he go to the bookstore and buy her a few books on fibromyalgia. And he looked at me and he said, you know, I never thought of that before. And I explained to him that the best way to show somebody you love them is to let them know that you're going to invest in learning about their illness and not only just their illness, but you're also going to invest in their wellness. Oh, yes, that's exactly what you do. And I I tell you what, I would, you know, ask them if, if we could have a prayer and pray and that would help a lot. Yes, you and I always pray with our patients, and we also talk to patients about meditating and um, getting a deep personal relationship with the Lord, and also, I think, having Bible study with your spouse or whoever you're closest to or whoever you live with, having Bible study um, time together, I think it's very important, and I think it makes the relationship stronger, no matter if it's just a platonic friendship, like a roommate or if it's a spouse, or whatever it is, I think that that absolutely makes the relationship much stronger. Oh, I do too. Every word you say is true, and I would try that, and I I think you'd be a lot happier and feel a lot better. You know, I hear Layla in the background. Sorry about all that, but uh, 
Okay, so in addition to buying his wife fibromyalgia books, her husband actually read those books with her. And she told me that it brought them closer as a couple, and it actually rekindled some old sparks between them. And later, they both told me that their marriage was stronger because of all the knowledge that they were sharing together. And I noticed when they came to the office and he was with her, they, you know, they they looked better and, and happier and was smiling. And I'd ask them how they were, and they said, we're, we're doing fine. And you know what else I noticed when you were talking about that body language? Uh, I noticed when they would come in later, they were holding hands, and I'd never seen them do that before. Yes, I, they were holding hands, and when they sit down, they so, sit real close together, and they didn't do that before. <laughs> well, let's let's be glad that's all they did, and they stopped right there. I'm sorry. I'm just teasing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, I've got you laughing so hard you can't even talk. Yeah, that's true. Well, if there was a question I was going to ask any of the podcaster um, audience that's listening to us tonight, here's the question I would ask you. Is there someone in your life that needs more understanding from you about their illness? It could be a friend. It could be a spouse, a relative, a neighbor, someone you go to church with. It could be anyone. I hear Layla again. Oh, yes. Uh, I would, I would uh, you know, find some friend or something, and I would talk to them about this, and uh, and I'd pray with them, and uh and try to be, you know, closer to them. Absolutely. You know, um, this makes me think of a Bible verse in Proverbs. It's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. That's a beautiful verse. I really love it. Mom, I notice I'm sitting here massaging your shoulders again. I guess that feels good, doesn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, I get that massage every evening. Do you think there's a day that I could come over here once and not show you some love? No, I've never seen you do that. I can't help it. You uh, Being around you just makes me uh, feel like showing my love. And you um, you showed me that my whole life, that love is the most important thing in the world to show people that you love them. Yes, it is. I've always uh, loved people, and not to, you don't hate anyone. Uh, you just love them. Absolutely. You love them in spite of themselves. Yes, you do. Some people don't know what's best for them, and you just have to love them till they figure it out on their own. Yes, you do. If it's okay with you, uh, before we close our podcast, I would like to say a prayer together. Yes, I would, too. I, I really like that. Dear Heavenly Father, my mother and I come to you together, touching and agreeing with our hearts, our minds, our souls. Father, we're holding hands as we ask you to please be with Cody, the puppy that passed away. He was a little over 10 years old. That you touch his family, his loving family. They're very heartbroken over his passing. And I've been very upset about it myself, and my family has I think everybody loved Cody. We could see pictures of Cody all over Facebook and other places. And the family is having a bad loss right now, and we know it's heaven's gain. But, Father, we ask that you be with Cody's family and everybody that misses and loves Cody. Put your loving arms around everyone and help them through the grieving process. 
Cody's family's in a season of grief. And Father, we want to thank you uh, for having Cody in our lives and their life. You know, even though we're in a season of grief and we miss Cody, we have to thank you for the time that you gave Cody to his family because Cody brought a big blessing to that family and his family brought a big blessing to him. And all blessings flow through you and your son, Father. Your son, Jesus Christ, was the best gift that has ever stepped foot on this earth. He saved the world. Your son saved the world by shedding his blood on the cross. He saved us from our past, present, and future sins. And by the blood, the stripes of his blood, our life, our problems, our diseases, everything, we are healed. Sometimes we're healed here on this earth, and sometimes we're healed just when we get to heaven. But Father, regardless of how it is, we're healed by your Son. We want to thank you for that precious gift. We thank you for every gift you've given us, good health, good friends, good family, our pets, food, clothes, love, just an opportunity to get to live and see what life is all about. You know, Father, you make make decisions for our lives that we don't understand. And whatever you decide for us is none of our business. The only thing that is our business is that we keep our faith strong and that we trust and believe in you. And no matter what you tell us to do, even if it seems difficult and it seems like there's no way to do it, we have to be strong and courageous and trust you because you will keep us safe and you will lead us through the way until we prevail. Father, we just want to thank you for all the gifts that you've given us. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for love and all of our family and friends. We ask that you watch over everyone until we all meet again. In your precious son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Mother, thank you so much for spending this time with me tonight. Oh, thank you, uh, Billy, for coming over here, and I love you with all my heart, and I'll see you later, and bye for now. Mom, your reward for um, having the podcast is you get to go drink your pineapple smoothie that I made you, and thank you so much for the time together, and I love you. God bless you, Mother, and bye for now.